0: This is episode 11 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we discuss winter gaming. Mitch talks about Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and we play a new game called Graves.
1: Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Podcast. I'm Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. I'm um, Mitch, and I'm um, Nick, and uh, we've been on break for a few weeks now. Um, really, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, yeah, just been out, just been out for a little bit. You know, just hanging out, watching shows, not podcasting. But uh, since the last podcast, there have actually been uh, quite a few of the fall releases out. So a lot's actually happened. Um, it's it's crazy how the fall kind of sneaks up on you every year. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but to me, like all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, there are a million games out now. Maybe that doesn't happen to anybody
2: else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking about how there's a like there's a bunch of games out, but there's also all the holidays and everything all at once. Like it, it's sort of a uh, you know, a storm of everything. You know, you, you have games to play, but
0: you also have a lot of family to deal with. It's true, but I at the same time I feel like for me, holidays is sitting on my couch playing in a, in, a, in a like a sweater or a robe playing <laughs> dance. Yes. Like That's why I killed
3: my family to play more games.
0: <laughs> like like curled up, like being warm. Maybe mm-hmm. having a maybe having a hot cocoa. I don't know. I maybe
4: I live in Florida, so when I have to put on socks, I'm like, ooh, it's time for some gaming.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and so like because last year I played the shit out of some Dragon Age over the holidays, oh, and yeah. I I like I ate it up, and I loved that I could just go home every day and just play Dragon Age. That was part of my like my cold ritual was was RPG.
1: Well, that's why I was so sad about um, the
3: blood of your enemies.
1: (laughs) Well, that's why I was so sad about um the Team Ico collection not coming out this holiday because I was like I just wanted it to be cold and I wanted to sit there and play those games.
0: Kill Colossi, yeah.
1: Yeah, And then um and then you know like I'd have a bunch of family in and you know I
4: it'd ruin everything.
1: Well, no, I play I play games some because they're here for like a week, and I'm not I'm just going to not play for a week. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it kind of cool if they're like last year it was Uncharted 2, and they actually like to watch that because it's a right, game that, yeah. that you can watch. But I feel like Shadow it's of the very Colossus, cinematic. I feel like Shadow of the Wherever Colossus. Where have I heard that voice, be voice before? Back. I feel like I hear that voice everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I feel like Shadow of the Colossus could have been one of those games that they would have, you know, there are some games that are cool to introduce people into gaming with. And Yes. You know, I, I don't
4: know why I made your family Jewish and from New York. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know,
1: you know the people I'm talking about <laughs> that they're not Jewish, not even at all. It's just funny because like every every year, it's like I'm like, okay, here are the games I'm not interested in. Here are the ones I'm going to buy, and inevitably, it's completely different within mm-hmm. two weeks. You know, like the games I was interested in, I was really interested in Force Unleashed Two, and apparently that sucks. It um, sucks hard and i was not interested in assassin's creed brotherhood which we're going to talk about later but apparently that's actually good um so yeah it's it's just interesting cuz it shifts up every single year and all of a yeah sudden. i
0: kind of i, I kind of feel like i need a game like i don't really yeah like i want to play brotherhood but like i don't feel like that's a like a game like i'm almost thinking of maybe going back and playing something that i haven't played before or something demon i haven't played souls. in a while
1: yeah demon souls is really cheap right now maybe uh, something it's
0: like it that. was it was like that's yeah it was like good, 20 cool bucks a week game. ago so just to play over December time, like or maybe playing old games, I've kind of been really wanting to go back as much as it sucks. I sold my Wii, but I kind of want I was looking at like what is on the virtual console now, and there's some amazing titles that I would love to go back and play, but yeah, I feel like I don't have a game like and there's new Vegas, but I don't know if I'm like want to commit to that I, It's it,
1: interesting that you bring that up because yeah, once it starts getting kind of around this time of year, it's like I just need games to play, yeah. And left, yeah, like Prince of Persia. I started playing that played, last night. It's awesome. Two Christmases
4: ago, I played Bioshock, and that was a perfect oh. cold weather game because you're just sort of immersed in rapture, and you're just like, I'd come home from work, and I'd be like, Yeah, this is this is nice. Make some hot soup, play some Bioshock. Mm-hmm.
0: I did. I think I did Bioshock when it was cold too. What, what three three years ago? Something like that. Yeah, but uh, it was it was a cold weather. game. It wasn't like holiday cold, but I want to say it was it was when it was starting to get cold. Nice. But yeah, I also don't forget. I mean, this isn't a big game, but uh Need for Speed is. It's um, getting reviewed pretty well. Yeah, it's coming out next week. I think is that right, Mitch?
3: It's already out. No, it's it came out uh yeah. two days ago.
0: Oh well, then maybe I should pick that up. I don't know
3: because yeah, it's I, getting, like, I had a
0: lot of fun. Major good reviews. The original, it's Hot Pursuit, right? It's which is, yeah it, they already called it a one Hot Pursuit, right? So yeah, um, but yeah the first Hot Pursuit was was amazing. So.
1: Yeah. So since the last podcast, we've had a few of those games come out like Fable 3, um, Call of Duty Black Ops, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Um, So it's. Blops. I like calling it Call of Duty (laughs) Blops. Call of Duty (laughs) Blops. But yeah. So I'd like to point out that I was the closest in the prediction about Black Ops beating MW2 in sales, which we talked about last podcast when we did our prediction game. Um, I came in pretty low at 48%, but everybody else was lower than me. So I win. That's
4: true. Congrats! I'm, I'm you just win ex-
3: a no prize.
4: <laughs> I, win I, I am, I'm just excited
2: to hear <laughs> that, that the uh, the uh, campaign is is supposed to be so good. You know, like I, I'm excited about that. I'm gonna wait until it's a little bit cheaper. You know, because I don't really feel like playing it
0: that much.
1: I'm hoping it comes down like World at War did um the year that that came out. Remember they dropped that down to like 40 holiday price. Yeah, they yeah. dropped it down to like 45 or 50. Yeah, right, if they do Christmas. I mean they've made their money <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. six hundred six hundred and fifty million.
1: 650 million in
4: yeah, the Yeah, cuz Activision's day. one of those companies that's like, "You know what guys? <laughs> we have <enough. laughs> We've had a good run.
3: Let's have a break." Yeah. The the campaign is only like 5 or 4 mm-hmm. or 5 hours. So if you're one of those guys who's big on money to hours ratio wait till it's cheaper but it's an awesome campaign
1: i mean i will literally I it's great i hear it might be the best call of duty campaign where did you hear that on gamer sushi on a review. <laughs> i actually heard a bunch of other places I don't, I don't need gamer sushi. whatever eddie <laughs> yeah
0: we know that jeff um <laughs> yeah i've heard that there's no Gillies in the mist but other than that it's it's probably more even
1: well i hear that the level the level in the game is something it's it's the boat level i have no idea what that means i don't want to know i want to experience it but apparently yeah. the boat level is like a wow level well you just ruined that i believe that i, you want to get to the I boat believe be like, well, that <laughs> <better> be <laughs> awesome. <cash> <laughs> Gameplay and music since red dead
0: redemption is how i described it oh, interesting oh. now and that moment in red dead when you go into mexico that might be my moment of the year it really might be
1: pretty cool agreed man. yeah but yeah, so and so I was close on that, and then Anthony was close on the Gran Turismo Five release date coming before the close. holiday season. I was right on the
0: fucking money. Okay, okay <laughs> yeah, it's not on 100%. shelves. 100%. It's not on shelves until it it's on soon. shelves. he's still wrong. <laughs> so they, haven't you
3: seen the? Haven't you seen the gif of that guy like pressing the discs? It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it real, right? Yeah, Somebody exactly. Made a GIF.
4: <laughs> hey, Kevin Butler has started doing commercials. That means it's coming. Yeah, what a that's
1: great true. Commercial, too. That commercial is awesome. I don't know that if you guys, so if funny. anybody listening has seen this yet. Maybe we'll, you know, I was actually thinking about posting it. Maybe I'll post it tonight. But it's, um, it's it's an ad for GT Five where Kevin Butler is stealing a car, and it's really hilarious. Yeah, I'm actually, I wasn't. It's funny because that's another one of those games where I wasn't really looking forward to it maybe because in the back of my head I was like oh it's not going to come out this year <laughs> and so I kind of pushed it but now that it, like I know that it's coming out like I'm actually getting kind of psyched for it because I bought all the last grand I bought I think I bought every single grand Turismo that's come out you know and what I, Eddie? I bought you, the you last two or three there. on release day yeah it's just that they were so long ago I didn't remember I bought four the day it came out I bought three the day it came out and I bought I think I bought two the day it came out
2: I definitely remember you guys being really excited about was it GT three that came out while we were in high school because
1: two oh came out while we were in high school two. three came out um, when we were in college yeah okay
2: I, but I, I definitely have like very distinct memories of you guys
0: being excited. about I bought that.
1: three the day it came out and played it for the next two weeks like nonstop. So the it's just been s- bundled
0: with my PS two. It was pretty awesome. But yeah, that might be my holiday game. Maybe I
1: haven't. Maybe I've. It's been there the whole time, and I haven't thought about it. Well, but this thing—it's been so long since the last one. You know, I'm not saying that to harp on it, but it's just been a long time that I, I've kind of forgotten the level of excitement I get about it. But as it's getting closer, I'm like, man, if I had that around Christmas time, I would just play it.
0: Right. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when people come over. Oh yeah, it's a great, great when people come over, just like hop on and play. I, you know, I played Forza 3 last year and loved, loved Forza 3. Forza is a great game. And so, I mean, I, I did throw some hours into Forza 3. I It was just a rental, so I only kept it yeah. for like two or three weeks. But I really, really loved that. So mm. I, I I could see myself really getting into GT5 for the like a The thing
1: about month. Forza is I think Forza doesn't have near the uh, content that Gran Turismo 5 has um, just in terms of like cars and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. it's got a few mechanics that I really out. like. But it, yeah, it at least comes out. All three of them have come out since the last Gran Turismo. That is true. <laughs> so, <but> I think <laughs> Gran Turismo 5 is probably going to be a better game. Um, I'm seriously considering
3: picking it up. And this see, is going to be the first to... time I've used my PlayStation since, like, heavy rain. Wow. Wow. So
2: my my thing is, like, of all the game types there are that I've actually, like, come to enjoy. Like, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Call of Duty 4, for example. I cannot picture myself picking up GT5 and enjoying it. I just don't racing I mean, games have never really clicked like, okay, I enjoyed Mario Kart on
0: Jeff, Super when you great. come into town, go over to Eddie's house and we'll yeah, all hang out and play it. And yeah, thanks for thanks for inviting Anthony and I. Well y'all aren't gonna be in town. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> sure saying I'm saying come, come over or go over to Eddie's house or something and Play it for like a day or whatever, and I think you'll be. I'll home. just live
1: in Eddie's house. For yeah, just, just live there. It's cool. Just live there. Everybody else will be. He has <laughs> like he day. has like eight rooms. You're fine.
3: <laughs> Your wife will be like Jeff needs a shower. Not now, honey. He's playing Gran Turismo.
4: <laughs> this is for the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. is, there's I, I, I there's I a benefit actually, to
2: this. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking <laughs> that, like, because you know, Redbox does uh, game rentals now. They might have it. Oh wow. And you can do like two bucks for a day, a rental. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't. Well, they they just started piloting it uh, recently. I think they're they're opening it up to more places, but there's definitely one here in Austin that does it. So, like that, you know, that would make sense to get a game if it's like four or five hours long. Maybe that's how I get Black Ops.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's true because you won't be interested in multiplayer. Really, I read I read a thing the other day that was really interesting where someone wrote that um, I can't remember where I read it. Someone wrote that Black Ops, the Sticks and Stones match, or the single bullet, kind of like the w- different wager matches with the different modes. There's the one that's like the single bullet, like you only get one shot to kill. Um, that it's come the closest to replicating the GoldenEye experience mm. that they've ever played in multiplayer. Because... At least, mm. yeah, I know. Like at least, because at least for like, maybe it, Black Ops is my holiday <laughs> game. Because <laughs> at least, like in, in our house, like Goldeneye, we would always play the the one shot one kill mode. Yep. Um, and and that's just what we did over and over and over. And so I, somewhere somewhere said that like these mo those cool modes in Black Ops have come the closest to replicating that kind of Golden Eye experience. You know, I feel like made.
0: I feel like Treyarch can actually be a little bit more uh, experimental. I guess. Adventurous. Adventurous, yeah, because they're like the they're the younger brother of the two. So like it's like, oh Infinity Ward, you well, they don't exist anymore, but you make the big game that like blows up. And then we're gonna try to do some fun stuff like Nazi zombie mode. You know, like Exactly, yeah. I feel like they can do more stuff and get away with it because Infinity Ward is making money hand over fist, even though black ops beat everything. So well, for-
1: well, quick credit, Infinity Infinity Ward actually does still exist. It's just those two guys left.
0: Right, so, a bunch it, of people so it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> as <laughs> far it really as doesn't. we know. So, it, I mean. It, well, it, But then they the also put
1: there. in... They also put... Treyarch also put in that top-down zombie shooter in Black Ops. I don't know if you heard about this, Nick.
0: Oh, no, I didn't hear about that.
1: It's like a secret thing you can go do from, like, the menu, and it's actually four-player co-op. It's a top-down zombie, like, Diablo-style game. shit. Okay, yeah, really? I'm going
0: to buy them <laughs> Black yeah. Ops. Okay, so here's,
2: here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I think with multiplayer... I just need peer pressure to play it because I've enjoyed it when I played it with you guys. But You I like Borderlands. Yeah, I, I love Borderlands, but well, Borderlands is co-op. But still, like, I, I, need, I need somebody else to come and say, hey, Jeff, we're going to go play Reach multiplayer or, you know, Black Ops multiplayer, and then I'll jump on. But it's just I, I, I'm not going to go seek it out by myself, you know?
1: If yeah. you
4: get Gran Turismo then look for me on multiplayer. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's the thing.
1: Do. Me and me and Anthony will probably <laughs> be doing some races. I'm I'm man, I'm fairly sure I'm going to buy the game as much as I keep acting like I might. I'm going
4: to be so <laughs> horrible on online against people cuz I imagine people on Gran Turismo are really really good at the
1: oh, game. Oh yeah. That people would be that the first Grand time Trees.
0: I ever played PSN like played over PSN. Okay, oh, really? for, me too. I played
1: it for yeah. Uncharted with Anthony. Yeah, yeah, we need
0: to do some know. Uncharted sometime. I don't know how it works. The Uncharted
1: co-op's actually really really fun. Oh, no, Isn't
0: that, it? It works kind of like Medicare the original Xbox, Xbox,
1: right? Yeah, it's kind of. Like, it feels more like the original Xbox. Yeah, Kinect Xbox Live stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, we're 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 kind of going off a tangent, but it's yeah. Sorry, we just started um, talking right. about winter games. We were gonna. We're what we're actually gonna start trying to do is do a podcast almost every week um, when we can, but we're gonna in order to be able is to that achieve a week that. In valve time <laughs> a week in Valve time. <laughs> um, but in order to to be able to do that, we need to kind of shorten the format a little bit. Um, and not do like a a two-and-a-half-hour podcast because we wouldn't be able to support that every week. Um, So we're going to shorten the format a little bit. Instead of everyone kind of talking about the what are you playing, we're just going to shorten it down to like who's playing the most interesting thing, and then we kind of jump off that. So right now, Mitch is actually playing um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Undead Nightmare, uh, the DLC for Red Dead Redemption. So I'm just going to kick it over to Mitch to talk a little bit about Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is getting crazy, crazy good reviews, which surprised me, to be honest.
3: Yeah, um, I don't. I don't really know where to start with Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I mean, it's more Assassin's Creed Two, and everyone knows how much I love that because we bring it up every goddamn podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been playing it. I haven't, admittedly, I haven't played it as much as I would have liked to. I wasn't uh, home yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to boot it up. I'm about maybe three or four hours into the game on sequence three out of nine and that's when they kind of let you off the chain and let you wander around Rome without really pushing you into missions. I remember that moment in
1: Assassin's Creed two is when it clicked for me.
3: Yeah. That's when it clicked for me too. Cause like I was talking to you, I think I, an email thread went around when I mentioned that I wasn't really like interested in brotherhood at the start. And then like, as soon as they let you off the chain, that's when it kicks in. So I just spent like before the podcast, I just spent like, 2 hours like just running around Rome and buying like stables and renovating stuff. So so far I'm really liking it. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the part where you can like start building the assassin's guild. I don't know when that's going to happen, but hopefully I'll hit it by the next
1: podcast so maybe I can talk a bit about it. See, but, I can imagine uh, that I'll be really obsessed with that that aspect of it because I just I get nerdy about stupid stuff like that. Like because you can level up and give experience points to your assassins and then they can help you and go out and do missions and that I just—I read about that and I was like, "That sounds like a sweet spot for me." <laughs>
3: yeah, it's like some sort of like micromanaging, menu-driven subset of the gameplay, but it just sounds so addictive. Yeah, so, so like an RTS. F- a little bit, because mm-hmm. you can like send them all over Europe to take contracts.
1: Think about it like uh, recruiting in NCAA, two thousand five. Okay, It's almost what it sounds like, sounded like to me when I read about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely curious to see how that turns out. Although you did, you did just say nine sequences, right? Which is fewer than the original Assassin's Creed 2, which is like what thirteen or fourteen or something.
3: Is it something like so it, I think it's twelve because like oh. two of them were cut out and made into DLC. But right. Uh, I I hear it's like fifteen to twenty hours hmm. to do everything.
2: Okay, so maybe maybe some of the the other stuff like makes the, the chapters a little bit longer or something.
3: Yeah, well, like I mentioned, I'm on I'm on a sequence, but they don't make you do the narrative. They sort of like they it's like Grand Theft Auto, where you see the little little markers on your map, and you can go to them if you want. It's kind (laughs) of like that.
1: And the whole thing, the the thing with Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, that's interesting is that like I just wasn't, I seriously wasn't interested in the game at all. Cause I mean, we kept joking and calling it Assassin's Creed ODST and all ODST, this stuff. Yeah. Um, and even gameplay videos of it, I'm just like, okay, you know, I'll probably play it at some point, but it's just not even, I'm not even interested. But then all these good reviews started coming out and some of them are even saying that it's the best Assassin's Creed that's come out. Um, and so it's, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted cause like I've, I keep thinking like, well, maybe I'll get it cause it's got multiplayer. It's actually got a pretty decently long campaign. I loved Assassin's Creed too. Um, but then I'm also, cause, you know, like, I guess, how long ago was it, Anthony, that you wrote that feature about side stories? About oh, two uh, weeks. Yeah. Um, Anthony, I, I loaded that feature, and there was, like, a, the element of it that, like, part of me just, like, it's kind of like, why are we going back to Ezio? You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see the next step, and I would not just wish it was Assassin's Creed 3.
3: I know? think one reviewer <laughs> equated it to, like, a, like a straight-to-DVD sequel. <laughs> kind
4: of. I think yeah, that was in yeah. that
3: review Anthony passed around earlier. Yeah,
4: from Wired.com yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, oddly enough, it's kind of like it's a it's kind of like a straight to DVD sequel that is better than the than the motion picture. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's too early for me to really make a judgment call whether it's better than my game of the forever. But <laughs> well,
2: well, you know, Toy Story 2 was originally going to be a uh, straight to DVD plus. Yeah, well,
1: that's, that's true. Before they
2: yeah.
0: completely redid the film.
2: Well, but I, I, I want to say that like they they realized what they had, and they're like, "Oh, we should actually make this a full full deal." So,
3: yeah, I it, it, it I don't know. It kind of feels like they started like building, maybe building DLC, and then eventually they just said, "Well, we've got so many good ideas here. Screw it. Let's just make a full price game because we got enough content." Screw it. In
0: Let's more. make sixty dollars <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> bit, but it doesn't sound cause, I mean, that's the thing. It seemed like a lot of people complained about ODST not being DLC. But is anybody like really harping on Brotherhood for not being DLC? It See, sounds that's the thing. ODST
1: yeah. was like what four hours or something like that. Plus, ODST
4: like- was really bare bones. Yeah, it was. It was well, it was originally D- uh, DLC, and then they made exactly. It, you
1: know, right, right. So it, it sounds like you know
2: this isn't experiencing growing pains if it did start out as DLC. Which it, you know, you're right. It can- it was announced so quickly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was probably DLC. There's no way that they did not have it already planned in their development cycle.
1: Like they might have yeah. just charged like 20 bucks for the campaign and then 20 bucks for the multiplayer <laughs> mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But um,
2: yeah, it doesn't sound like it's experiencing growing pains. You know what I mean? Like it's not like getting shot down by people for being too short and not having enough stuff in it.
4: See, my beef with things like this is I would rather them spend that time and money making Assassin's Creed 3. And I'm sure yeah. they are working on Assassin's Creed Three anyway, but I don't. I'd rather have their full, you know, all firepower devoted to that. Well, the than Assassin's make, Creed team is
1: like 500. That's people. true. It is like ginormous. So they probably do have the resources to. I mean, split. This, but, but this I'm totally with you. I'm kind of like I want. I want to see the next because I actually because in the first game I didn't like kind of the future story. It just felt weird. But in the second game I actually liked kind of where some of that was see, going so and I'm that's i think and in the better.
0: third i think we're going to now times and i don't think so i think Feel it'll it,
1: it, actually in brotherhood you can
3: leave the animus whenever you want and go exploring in the town that you're in huh. Huh.
0: interesting see because imagine imagine doing assassin's creed stuff in modern
1: day like new york I see. I like, don't think we're going to get there for a while because
0: oh, that does that not, does that not sound awesome? No, though? it does
1: sound awesome. But I, but there's still so many more time periods. Like mm-hmm. I can imagine that well, we're going to have something in Cell like the industrial age. Um, but the, yeah, but it's, it's Ubisoft. I mean, it's Splinter Cell. Uh, no, I'm
3: just saying like Assassin's Creed in modern day is Splinter Cell.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But um, I
0: feel like it would have a different feel to it. You know There were what I
1: mean? also rumors that they were looking at a World War II setting. Mm-hmm. for one of their games or, for, th- or think Assassin's like Creed.
2: Assassin's Creed Victorian times or yeah. you know like there's so many time periods that and there's right. always
0: like what feudal Japan which would yeah. be awesome that would be actually that would kind of be insane. Badass. <laughs> and,
2: what's, and what's to say that they couldn't actually jump further back at, like why does it have to be moving dinosaurs <laughs> I mean, what if they had <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> <But seriously,
0: laughs> what if you could <laughs> fight raptors? <laughs> you, play,
3: you play as like a white velociraptor <laughs> alright I'm not making
2: my points anymore I hate you all awesome. yeah. so continue <laughs> No, I mean, is there any rule that says that it has to jump forward in time every sequel?
3: Mm-mm. They kind of set they kind of set the precedent with that from going from the Crusades to the Renaissance. But you're right; there's nothing saying that they can't go further back. We have and, to I mean, go this back.
0: This is their franchise, right? I mean, like, t- there's nothing else on the plate that's bigger than Assassin's Creed, so they can make as many versions and as many things. Like to me, this feels kind of like Half Life Episode One for mm. Assassin's Creed, maybe. After, they probably
2: uh. I mean, they probably don't wanna make just a trilogy. They're probably trying to figure out a way to spin it into more games. So oh,
1: yeah. They're probably gonna I I wouldn't be surprised if they're just emulating Call of Duty and uh-huh. say well, we're did, just gonna keep, see keep that? making these things every single year. Well, you did know, you see that every where year, he's I'm planning to make it yearly? Oh yeah, I'm with you, Anthony. I I think I would too. Yeah.
4: I don't I even call of duty. I think two or three years from now I'm gonna be Dead on yeah. Call of
1: Duty. I'm wondering well, think, when that's going to happen. I'm wondering, I'm wondering. do you think it'll be a gradual thing, or do you think it'll be one year people are just like, ah, screw it, <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> it'll well, see, be it's funny, I it's
3: thought Mad. Black Ops was going to be that one for me, but mm-hmm. then it blew me out of the water, so I don't and know. Black Maybe Ops is uh,
2: what, the seventh one or something? What is it? Seventh. Seventh. Seven.
4: It'll, it'll be a gradual thing because, it, I mean, Madden now, is just the last two years is starting to see a noticeable decline in sales and i mean that's one of the juggernauts of games you know um you've got people there who are complete morons for madden that just buy it no matter what
3: um, the dude bros
4: yeah so i think with call of duty it'll be a gradual thing like well this one only sold 9 million and then 7 million and then oh now we need to do something different
3: yeah yeah, and true. Bobby Kotick is gonna be crapping his pants the day that Black Ops doesn't shatter another sales record.
4: <laughs> that's the thing too. Like they've set the bar so high that the first time it doesn't break the previous year's record, it's gonna be like, well, it's a failure. Yeah, what did we do wrong what Internet? did we
1: do wrong? You know, like yeah. what did we do wrong about it? And even even though like it's it's destined to come down from the mountain. Which is eventually.
0: insane because literally like it was the biggest entertainment thing that has ever happened.
1: Yeah. Well, another another interesting thing um, about Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, at least for me, like, um, and I think I'll put this on the site somewhere, but like Fable 3 came out recently and The Force Unleashed 2. And it's crazy to me that like you've got, and we always talk about these games, but I feel like it's pertinent. I mean, Uncharted to Uncharted 2, um, the level of, of difference and like polish their Mass Effect to Mass Effect 2, even though that wasn't as big of a jump as Uncharted to Uncharted 2 or assassin's creed to assassin's creed 2 um but then you've got games like fable which i've heard fable 3 is probably the best of the three fable games but still isn't like great and so it's crazy to me that they've had three t- tries to do it and haven't been able to do it and then the force unleashed 2 actually got worse <laughs> from what i hear um so i, I just wonder well, I what the difference f, is so. yeah you
3: know what i would have you know, given the we... first one a b and i gave the second one an f so that's kind of a huge step backwards
4: you know, we've talked about stuff like this before, and I've kind of had this conversation with myself waiting for this to come back up so I could say it now. Some some developers and studios aren't as talented as others. You know, we talk about, like, maybe budgets and old time constraints. Some people ain't got, ain't got it com- compared to others. And maybe some of the, the directors or the, just the game planning of, of Fable or um, The Force Unleashed, maybe they're just not as good at their job as the people at Ubisoft. Just throwing it out there cuz no huh. one ever talks about that but I think it's a I think it's a valid argument. Oh so well, it's true but, and but, I think yeah. it
1: also comes down to like wh- who's kind of self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean like it, you have to be at least as a game de- as game development people I think you have to be like self-aware about like here's what's wrong with our baby. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be willing to say like my baby is ugly, you know, <laughs> and then and then be able to like build on it from there. Well, well so the one thing
3: I had ab- to say about like uh, go ahead Jeff.
2: I was just going to say about the fable series it's all the same development studio like it that's the thing it's it wasn't <clears throat> haven't some of those other series changed developers so you know call of duty changes developers assassins creed was it developed by the same team? Yeah, both
0: yeah. yeah it was. And, okay. so it's Mass and, and Uncharted and Mass Effect are yeah. all. So, done so, by the same so people. in
2: all those other cases, those were actually all the same teams each time.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean maybe yeah. maybe Peter Molyneux is just not that good.
4: Yeah.
3: No, <laughs> well, I was gonna say that like they need to hire someone at Lionhead who stands beside Peter Molyneux and slaps him upside the head every time he makes a dumb design decision.
4: <laughs> that guy's gonna have a sore hand.
3: Yeah. yeah we seriously. should make it so the trees grow in real time. Slap. No.
2: Well, it's just funny because I so, I, I want to say wasn't it like 10, 15 years ago, everybody just loved everything he did. But I, like what it changed it over the generations that made it so that he could no longer live up to his promises? Cuz I want to say like back in the days of what was it, black, black and white. Black and white. And like mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. earliest stuff, he got he delivered. Obulous, yeah. He delivered black. on his
4: promises, right? The technology the has gotten is... to where his imagination got runs away with him. Yes, I was that just going to that,
3: that he used to... I, I'm pretty sure he used to realize the limitations of what he was working on, but I think once the 360 came out, he kind of just went bonkers.
0: Also, do you feel to, like... I, I feel like with... I mean, Mass Effect, I, I put that aside. It's a little bit different. But I feel like maybe with Uncharted and Assassin's Creed, it's a thing where maybe they, they didn't, knew they couldn't do everything... So they were like we're going to make this game and we're going to make it as good as we can make it. But it almost feels like Assassin's Creed 2 and Uncharted 2 were the games they wanted to make. And maybe Peter Molyneux like obsesses over the game he wants to make so much every time he does it that he can't like cut back and be like okay, let's do this this time and then the next time we'll learn from it and make it make the game we actually want to make. Well, so make they- the less ambition Make a less ambitious game on
2: purpose, and, and right exactly later. Do you know? Well, I still, saying?
1: I feel like he still with Fable Three still hasn't made what he wanted to do in Fable One, which is no, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree think Fable
3: that. One came the closest thinking back on
0: the Fables. Yeah. Well, from the original promise, he's that's never happened. The original promise of Fable never was delivered. Well, well the original was, the original promise of Fable is insane. Right, I realize that, but. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of gotten
4: off track with his trying to streamline it and make it where there's no HUD. And uh, I I haven't played the game, but you know, when I I heard him talk on a podcast about the, you know, if you want to change weapons, you go, you know, or rooms or you know clothes or something like that, you go into this like magical, you know, this realm or whatever. Where then you like go to your closet and stuff like that. And as I was listening to it, I was like, but I know menus are a pain in the ass, but there's a reason they exist. They're more they're quicker.
1: Well, here's the thing. I've heard that that, well, menu, that menu closet system is actually the best thing about Fable 3. That was actually it what is. I was going to
2: say, too, was <laughs> that like, the character and the design of it is actually...
4: Wonderful. I've heard it's
1: actually one of the coolest things. Yeah, I've
4: heard that, but to me, I would rather click on a menu and navigate a menu than walk from place to place because it's quicker to do a menu. That's Well, just, you might okay, need so to experience well, well, it. Re- I know, and that's what I'm saying. I need to experience it, but just from hearing about it, that makes me go, I'd rather just click on a menu. Like I think he's worried... Fable for him has become how to streamline things as much as possible but in terms of not scaring away a, a person with lots of menus and huds and stuff like that.
3: No, see so you, you didn't play you didn't play did you play Fable 2 though?
4: Fable 2 know, has horrible
3: through. menus, horrible. Fable 2's menus. menus lagged is how bad they were. They were it took yeah, longer I mean, they lagged it but took like longer
2: to
4: get,
3: Yeah. No, it bad. was just bad. There's no excuse for them. There were like, two, yeah, there was so many effect, levels to it.
4: The first Mass Effect, the menus at first are really horrible, but by the end of the game, you're used to them. You know where to go and everything like that. So, most menus, it just takes a little while to understand it and know where everything is. By the end of Mass Effect, I was like zipping through it and I knew exactly where to go. You know, like, so I think menus aren't necessarily bad. They're just, you know, they're necessary. Yeah, I, evil.
2: I don't think they're, they're necessarily bad, but I, I like the idea of, I mean, I, I see what you're saying about like not wanting to walk from room to room to do it but I like the idea of replacing uh, sort of static technical design with yeah, more... This is elevators! What did you say? Did you say no, elevators. seriously, what
4: did you say? He said elevators. Elevators.
2: I'm not it's saying I'm elevators. No, no, no. That's, no that's,
0: I'm agreeing with you, Jeff. I'm saying that people bitched about elevators, but elevators was actually a really good idea because why do you want to look at a loading screen when exactly. you can sit in an elevator and listen to like... Some fun newscast, and your characters can interact with each other. Yeah, they use they used a loading back.
1: screen to world build, which right. <laughs> right. I, I, and think, people bitch. I think
2: they made a yeah I think they made a misstep with the execution of that. Like it's it's a it's a good idea. I think the closet idea actually makes a little bit more because you also have your your butler. I so was fine with elevators.
1: I've heard the butler's awesome. I mean, <laughs> the yeah, I've heard awesome. that
2: too. John Cleese, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. I,
2: honestly, the, I didn't have a problem with the elevators either i'm just saying that like i understand why people reacted the way they did to them
1: and i think because of how they were implemented
2: right right so so the idea is is i like the the movement towards more organic but you have to find you have to set a balance i exactly. guess exactly yeah. so that you're not walking from room to room or that you're not trapped in a right, box that right. so you think that you're trapped you know like you have this psychological i'm trapped in an elevator so you're going to react badly yeah yeah I, I i think going that route rather than menus is awesome they just need to work out the bugs
4: yeah yeah no i'm not saying like i'm all for them trying new things but as long as it doesn't you know he's as, as long as it doesn't take a lot longer because to me streamlining is making it quicker so i can get to where i want to go not oh well i don't have to look at a menu now you know that to me that's what streamlining is to me just speeding up the process
2: well i guess yeah. the, the only other argument that i have is that like sometimes something that takes longer can actually go faster if you're more involved with it like my example is every time i've ever sat and watched there will be blood which is a you know really long movie i get so caught up in it that i don't notice the time so you know i think that's also part of the implementation is, is getting people involved so they're not checking their watch while they do it
4: yeah but like like just real quick i know we need to move on to the next topic here but like when you're in red dead or grand theft auto and you're just driving you go to a mission mich- a mission And then you have to drive somewhere else to start the mission when you would rather just start the mission. You know what I mean? Like you're involved in what you're doing, but at the same time, you're like, I really wish this mission would just start instead of me having to drive or ride my horse all the way across country to get to that place. You know, that's I would rather them streamline it to where the mission just starts. Well, it also depends because
0: because in Red Dead, I actually that was one of my favorite parts was actually riding the horse around. I actually didn't mind riding across the country.
4: After a while, it gets old when you're just like, I really would just rather this mission start.
0: And you can in Red Dead. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, can, yeah, just yeah, you camp can. And then you can just tell Yeah, teleport. you can.
4: Yeah, but when you're in the middle of a mission where you have to, like, talk to the guy that you're riding with to get to the destination mm, so that yeah. you can hear the conversation, that kind of thing, right. I'm like, just, can we please move on, please? Okay, yeah. So, but I, I I bitch about that a lot, so don't worry about
1: it. We're going to move on to uh, Nick's got a game for us this week. Last time he had the percentages, and the time before that we had... um. Okay. Over-Under. Yeah, we had Over-Under at the time before that. And now, I guess, Nick, if you want to talk about the next game.
0: Okay, so uh, this week's game is going to be called Grades. Because I'm not creative, and that's just what it's going to be called. So I'm going to give you anywhere. a top... What did you say?
3: You can work Pwn in there anywhere.
0: No, I couldn't. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give you a, a topic or a question, and you're going to grade it. And I guess we should just use the Gamer Sushi Scale, since that's a scale that we already use.
1: Oh, I like it. I like Uh,
0: yeah. So just, just do that. And remember, S, remember <laughs> S is very, very, very important. So it's not just really good. It's super important. Okay. So we're going to start with an. I think we're going to start with an easy one here. Um, the Eddie's first mom. topic, stop. The first topic is going to be, uh, uh when my, my friend Miles just bought the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Mitch, you also had this thing. I opened the instruction booklet, and it literally was a cover that had oh. a link that said, Go here and download a PDF. So I want you guys to grade the death of instruction booklets. We're gonna so start with A Eddie being likely or F being not likely or no 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 what? it has nothing to do with likely or not likely just like whether we like it or not or yeah like grade grade you. the death oh, of the okay. instruction booklet so like if you're like if you could be like hey you know I'm fine with it because I want to save the environment or you're like you know fuck it I want an epic 800 page booklet like you know what I mean just yeah I got you so yeah no sorry gonna, I got it we're gonna, we're gonna start with Eddie uh yes uh the death of instruction booklets what's your grade D Okay. Mitch? F. Okay. Jeff? A. Ooh, okay. Anthony? You hippie. F. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to go to Jeff on this because Jeff gave it an A. Jeff, why A? I never, ever read instruction books. I can't think the last time. Oh, my time. God.
2: Seriously. Nice. I, can't think of, <laughs> I cannot think of the last time that I Hard have hip. looked at at the material we'll crucify him to our lord <laughs> i open, <laughs> i open up the case i open up the case and i put the game in the system and i close the case and never the twain shall meet and honestly i think from an environmental perspective it's a good idea it, it, you might as well put it online all the other stuff is online like if i ever want to know more about a game i'm going to jump in front of my computer and look it up online anyway
1: see that that's actually kind of why i gave it a d i didn't want to go all the way f cuz i'm like i love i love instruction booklets like um, like just, it's 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 what Mitch you tweeted about. Like, what are you going to read on the can right after you buy a game? Because that was always my thing. Like, <laughs> this is so stupid, but I would buy a game and I'm yeah, like, I, I want that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I've, so excited, I have to poop. Well, no, it's like, oh, uh, kind of. Well, it's like I get home and then I'm like, I don't want anything to disturb me while I play the game. So let me just take care of all bodily functions, everything, <laughs> and that usually means pooping for me. And so I would I would pull out the instruction booklet and I would acquaint myself with the game. <laughs> And that way. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like remember like back in the old yourself. days where like instruction booklets would have like three pages devoted to the backstory of the game.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Those that were was awesome. I mean, yeah. I do remember I when always, I was a kid, like and,
0: for, and if there was a map, like, oh I love maps. I mean, oh yeah, oh. yeah maps I totally remember awesome. that when I was a kid,
2: like look you know, for Final Fantasy or whatever. It it, it made sense back then because that was the if you, unless you bought the twenty dollar guide, that was the only information you were gonna get about the game. You know what I mean? And they you know?
0: were really like it, I remember things that would be like, here's every move in the game. We're yeah. going to tell you how to yeah. do every single move yeah. in the game. Like, it, instruction booklets used to be epic, man. I want to say, like, well, there was this
3: old, like, Justice League Street Fighter style game. The manual must have been, like, as thick as the cartridge was.
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> like awesome. Heroes, yeah. I remember that
3: one. Yeah, that's the one, yeah.
1: Well, so that's actually why I gave it a D too, because I'm like, well, I mean, it's good for the environment, but then also, like, that means they could actually probably have a do a little bit more with it on the PDF. But at the same time, the nostalgic part of me does, just doesn't, won't ever you like, want
0: the tangible thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. The nostalgic part of me won't ever be happy with that. So that's well, why it's I, didn't, like, I didn't go all the way F, but I still don't like it. Well, no, it's I like, do you, the way do you ever because... have your laptop
3: open when you're playing a game, though? Yeah, uh, yes.
2: I, 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 no. don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't tend to be on them at the same time, but I'll, I'll definitely like pause any game and jump. No, out I will. End.
0: I I have my laptop beside me, chatting with Eddie at work while I'm playing uh, yeah. DLC from Aspect <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> And then I'll then close maybe it, and
0: back. then I'll go play. But then I'll pop it up every once in a while and just chat or whatever. But yeah, it's there.
1: Wait, Anthony, you were saying why you gave it an F?
4: Yeah, I gave it an F just because I if I buy the game. Like with the box, I expect everything that comes with it normally. I didn't get a digital download. I bought the, the game. I want everything that comes with it like normal. I'm old fashioned.
0: Yeah. I like that. Man. I like that. Okay, on to the next topic, guys. Um Well Nick, what would you give it?
4: Uh yeah, Nick. F. I'm
0: I'm old fashioned. Yeah. Okay.
1: Nice. nice. Uh against two. <laughs> All right. we oh, I didn't like it. With... I still went D. <laughs> next topic. Or next hit topic. One.
0: Next topic. We're going to go with, uh, because we want to involve a little bit of PC gaming, but kind of a thing, uh, I don't know. What's your grade on Blizzard maybe bringing Diablo 3 to consoles? Eddie, start with you. B. B? Okay. Mitch? Uh, Also B. God damn it, Eddie. Okay. (laughs) Jeff?
3: So they're bringing it to consoles, right?
1: The rumor. There's a rumor. There's a rumor.
0: Hey! Thanks
3: for reading my post, Ooh.
0: Anthony. Hey, hey. Okay. Uh, I don't really know. What, I'm gonna go with Mitch on this. Mitch, why B? Uh,
3: I don't know. Just because as a uh, old school Blizzard PC player, like I played a lot of Diablo 2 on Battle.net, I'm just kind of wary of what Diablo Three on consoles is gonna look like. Like, I'm sure it's gonna be internal to Blizzard. I'm sure it'll be like immaculate just like every single other one of their games are but i don't know diablo is like blizzard games are meant to be played on the pc just like valve I games agree. like like they they brought the orange box to ps3 and the xbox 360 and that was great but it was still kind of weird playing it on the 360 i felt wasn't diablo on the playstation
0: though this is what i heard it was I on actually, the playstation yeah. i didn't know that but yeah it was, on the PlayStation. It was on the i didn't and,
3: and starcraft was on the n64 was it
0: as yeah, well. StarCraft. Yes, games. it
1: was. Oh, I had no oh, idea.
0: God, I bet that was atrocious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, so I said yeah, it because was, I think it's, I think it, it's it was, good, and I feel like if there's any game you can bring over, any game, like PC game like that that could be ported to console, to me, a Diablo-style game would because we have those kinds of games on consoles and they're fine.
3: Yeah, well, you Marvel know? Ultimate Alliance is pretty much a Diablo. Yeah, clone. so uh, I
1: just don't. I don't. A lot of people are like, no, but I think it's a good thing. I just am a little wary of it. Just because, like, who knows how well it would translate? But I, I think it's mostly a good thing. That's why I said B. So yeah, I
3: think we're the same minds on that, Eddie.
1: Yeah.
3: So I'm, I'm way more likely. Like, the
2: reason I I wanted to check to make sure that it was coming to consoles was because, I mean, I really am not a, a PC gamer at all. So. That's you know I, that's why I give it an A because I'm more likely to play it if it comes to a console.
4: I'm with Jeff. Just the fact that I didn't want to be too much of a console fanboy, I was ready to give it an S because that's the only way I'm going to play Diablo Three. So yeah, you know what? I <laughs> change it S. There you so, go. Otherwise I'm okay, oh. we will
0: we'll flip an Anthony to S. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do find it interesting though. I didn't notice this until you guys just brought it up. Jeff and Anthony, the two mainly console guys. Both gave it a much higher grade than Eddie and Mitch, who have a background in PC gaming. Thought yeah. that was very interesting.
4: Yeah. Well yeah, see, because like 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 Mitch just said, playing the orange box felt weird for him, but for me who hasn't played it on the PC, it felt perfectly normal. It did for yeah, me I, too. I, I, I
0: played, played through, I, I love the orange th- box on PC, but on console I thought it was a little weird. I
1: played it on console and it was a little strange. For I me. played
0: through yeah. the entire orange box on on the three sixty. Like
2: I played, I just played think, like Half-Life 2 that way.
3: Valve's F- FPS controls are a little backwards like cuz we're all used to that so, the way that Halo does it but like with Valve they made they switched all the controls around. That's why I found it weird but
2: Really? See, so hey, when I played Reach, that was actually weird t- to me because of I was more used to the Call of Duty and the Half-Life style on the console. And Re- Reach seemed weird to me.
1: Mhm. Interesting.
0: Okay, next topic. Oh, oh I was going to ask what you would give a nick but uh, Oh, I guess we're uh, yeah, I uh, see. I'd go go middle of the road on this one. Okay. Uh, let's see, which one are we going to go with next? I, okay. Here's what we're going to go with next. Uh, Anthony just posted a thing about DLC that I thought was interesting. He's like, what's your good timetable for DLC? Uh, you know, Oh, day one DLC. It's terrible. So I'm not going to go day one, but just in your opinion, what would you give a grade to early DLC? And so what I'll say just to kind of qualify that, uh, the body is still warm DLC.
1: Okay. That's, that's <laughs> a really good way to put it.
0: <laughs> um, so it doesn't bring you back into that. the game after you have finished it. And you're like, like resident evil did it, it. It's, it's yeah, exactly what I just said. So we're going to start with Eddie. What do you go? C. Okay. Mitch.
1: Kind of a, uh, yeah. D.
0: Ooh, okay. Jeff.
2: Uh, Man, I'm having a hard time deciding on this one. Um, I almost want to give it a B. I, I'm going to go with B.
4: Okay. Anthony? Uh, I'll give it a C. C.
0: Okay. So, uh, Mitch, you give it the lowest, so I'm going to go with you. Uh, what? What's up? What do well, you
3: think? Well, I mostly gave it a D because I didn't want to have the same grade as Eddie again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I think DLC is really kind of weird. Like, like, like I think Anthony mentioned in his post, this is... Like, it's still in the, like, first date phase of, like, between actual, like, uh, console games and DLC. Like, they're still trying to figure out what's a perfect window for it. Mm. Like, take the Mass Effect 2 DLC example. Like, the main criticism of everything except for Shadow Bro- Broker is was it felt so weird to have DLC that's supposed to be played in the middle of the story come out after most people have beaten beaten it. Mm. Excuse me. So, it's just until they get a good release like release window down for DLC after the game has come out i still kind of feel like it's kind of weird so that's why i gave it a d just cuz i haven't figured it out yet
0: oh well also with the day 1 dlc in mass effect what with the extra character i don't even remember his name zaid zaid felt so dlc compared yeah, to the yeah. other characters oh i
2: never play with him yeah it it felt he felt so no weird.
0: weird It felt I, really really weird he felt two dimensional i completely and, yeah he was really stupid. disjointed
1: I completed
2: yeah. his storyline, and I have never taken him out on a mission since then. Well,
1: and then when you went to go talk to him in the Normandy, it was all, like, text. Yeah, yeah, it yeah it that, just was that's strange. what I didn't like. Yeah. Well, see, I said C because, just because I have, you know, I've got a friend that works in the games industry, and I know, because he was telling me about the whole DLC thing one time, because he, you know, he's like, a game goes gold so long before it comes out that the DLC is worked on after the game's done. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, you're just charging us extra money for this, and that's not really what it is. It's, hey, we're done with the game. Let's see if we can get some DLC out. You know. But they so, also break
2: it out into completely different budgets. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's the and thing so, people don't think about. It's all about accounting.
1: And so that's why. Yeah. So that's, that's why the I other have, weird thing so is the perception a of
3: like charging for DLC. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, so that's why I gave it a C because it was like I, good and bad. Like good in the sense that like you, you know it's it's cool to have new content to play and stuff. Um, but I feel the other. I go the other way to it with it too, because it's like a lot of people complain about it. But it's like no, they were, they're not just trying to nickel and dime you by releasing it. that soon. But it does look bad to release it the day that a game comes out. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, even so if they have it done, they should sit it.
4: on it for a little bit.
1: Exactly, they should sit yeah. on it. Give it, give it a little bit of time. Um, let people. I, I loved what Anthony put in the post. Like let people finish it, mm, and right. then maybe do it to, to jolt some new life I especially think especially Red considering
0: did. like what time of what type of dlc it is
1: yeah like yeah. if it's
0: something like shadow broker yeah th- people need to be done with the game to play shadow broker like yeah well, i
3: think the well, Undead
1: nightmare dlc was perfectly timed because it was yeah. just it's like it was like four to six months after the games come out and then they hit you with a big dlc pack that people were, i mean i know they had a bunch of other dlc in there but it wasn't well for, that was all like multiplayer like, and stuff yeah exactly. yeah yeah so Undead Nightmare, to me, felt like a really good timetable I think, uh, for that. get people re-excited about a game. When all these other big games are coming out, you get people re-excited about Red Dead.
2: Right. I think Borderlands did a good job with their schedule. Yeah. You know, it,
0: I never felt like they were... It's always praised for its DLC, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. The, the, the only reason that I rated it higher is because I want the enslaved DLC to hurry up and come out. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, yeah, that's the only case where I'm just like... I want that DLC so I can trade in the fucking game.
1: <laughs> See, and then you've got, like, Alan Wake, which I've heard the DLC for that is just, like... I mean, it... it I remember it's... Anthony said something about this a long time ago about, like, is this going to make them not finish the game? And I remember way back when I was like, oh, they would never do that. But then I think it was right. this <laughs> is like they, they gave it kind of like a weird... Like, it ended just in a strange way and... Uh, the whole DLC thing was weird and I think they've kind of given up on the DLC now because of that yeah
2: yeah. well you know honestly I feel like the in a way the DLC or at least the first chapter is the real ending of the game
1: that's what I've heard yeah
2: um, it also made me really want to throw my controller against the wall because it was so ridiculously annoyingly difficult like <laughs> everything that I dis- – no, seriously, everything I disliked about the game is like crystallized in the
0: DLC. <laughs> God, that's terrible. That's yeah. like the that is worst really bad. thing you can do. It's like do.
4: they went into my nightmares and crystallized No, and no but seriously, like nightmare. I still play through yeah. it.
0: I, I beat the
2: DLC. It was just so relentlessly difficult. Like they ramped up the difficulty a huge amount Dang. and it was, it was really uh, repetitively difficult. So you would die constantly, and it would keep happening.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. Um, I I did a post last week about the games that kind of grow on you after time, and I said that Heavy Rain, like, really looking back on Heavy Rain, I really want to play it again. And as Mm -hmm. soon as the game gets really cheap, I'm probably just going to buy it just to have. Hmm. Um, Like, like I just, the more I think about that game in hindsight, the more I like it. Alan Wake is the opposite. Mm. Like, I loved (laughs) it when I finished it, but the more I think about it, the more all I seem to think about are the things that were wrong with it.
2: flaws, yeah. Yeah. I mean I enjoyed yeah, me it too. I enjoyed it for most of it, but by the end of it It's
1: just a good game still, I think. I,
2: think I don't know. I, I, I was just I almost feel like people should not play the DLC because it, it gave me like it left me with a bad taste in my mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you get the you get more of an ending, but you also get really frustrating stuff before the ending.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, All right. uh, Okay, right, next topic, guys. Next topic. This, are, this is
1: our last one, and then we're going to do it This is front. our
0: last one. And and before you kind of be like, well, what do you, that's kind of a broad thing. Let me just, let me just say, grade, because we're kind of, we're nearing the end. It's November. You know, we're getting near the end. We've basically seen all the big releases, minus a few uh, Epic Mickey, and then, um, I don't know, that might be it. But there's like, Great basically, in turismo so there's basically like two big things coming out so i want you to grade this year in gaming and i don't mean like the full like gaming industry everything that's happened but just in the games that were released just titles releases that kind of stuff this year 2010 what would you give the grade for the games start with eddie
1: oh geez um See, I feel like I have to think about the years before in order to, like, give it a proper...
2: Can we run down our, our top games of... Because of, I'm trying
0: to think of, like, 2009.
1: Well, that's going to... That's gonna,
0: that's well, gonna yeah, I mean, that's... Wow. Yeah, this is just supposed to be kind of,
1: like, off the top. Off of the this is rapid-fire machine gun yeah. off the cuff, Jeff.
3: This is, this is lightning round.
1: No, but I feel the same as Eddie. I feel, like
2: I, 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 I feel oh, the same as that. Eddie. I feel like I need to... I feel
1: like I'm going to be boring here, but I'm going to say... B.
3: Okay. Mitch. Nick, before I give you my grade, i got to say this is a great question. I'm going to go S.
1: Dang. What? Whoa. Are you going to pick Mitch three times in a row? I,
0: I think I have to, though. <laughs> to... I'll start with somebody else, but I really got to get to Mitch. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> uh, uh, I have no clue. Uh, B. Anthony, what are you thinking? Uh, a. A. Hmm.
1: Okay. Uh. Eddie, you gave
4: it a B. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you'd rather talk
1: to Mitch, but <laughs> the reason I the reason I gave it a B is because I, I'm really thinking about it. I feel like we've had two like stand up titles, which I mean, the obvious. I feel like Mass Effect 2 and Red Dead Redemption. I feel like we've had those, but even those to me don't like. I love those games as much as I love those games. To me, I, I don't know, like. I think they're they're generation defining. I think they're 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 great, but for some reason, those two games for me don't like. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain. The, 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 all the rest of the games that have come out haven't been. I feel like near that. Like we we don't. It's not like a year where we have like a Metal Gear Solid Three, San Andreas, and you know um, there was some other huge game that came out, uh, Halo Two. You know, I mean, it's not like one of those years we've got that. I feel like some most years you have three of those. This year you've got two and some other pretty good games. See, Uh,
0: I want other people to talk, but just to interject, I I was looking back, Eddie. We talked about this today. Yeah, this was actually wild. I was looking back, and and actually, I found it very interesting. uh, Based on the gaming public as a whole, uh, I considered ninety-five percent to be if it's above ninety-five percent, it's kind of elite status game. And this year we had two of them, and it actually was Super Mario. Uh, Galaxy 2 and and Mass Effect, but whatever. We had two of them. Most years only have one, if zero. So, this year, I don't know. I mean, I I see what you're saying, but at the same time... I mean, I loved
1: those games. I think some of you guys loved those games more than I did, but I mean, I still loved them.
0: It seems like most years have, like, one. Like, Resident Evil 4 was, like, that year. Or, like, uh, Half-Life 2 was that year. But there was nothing else that was quite on that level. Okay, so uh, now I'm going to go to Mitch. Sorry, i got to hear why you gave it an ass, Mitch.
3: So it's kind of funny. I agree with Eddie that there were really like two banner titles of, the year, of this year, which were Mass Effect 2 and Red Dead Redemption. But it just seems like every, every month or so, there was a game that I wanted to play this year. Mm-hmm. Like it started okay. out with Mass Effect, and then there was Bad Company, and then there was Heavy Rain, and then there was Alan Wake, and then there was Red Dead. And then it just kept going and going, right? And the year's not even over. And there's just, and I'm, like, tucking into Brotherhood right now, which is apparently awesome. And we've had Sony and Microsoft come into the motion control arena. Like, I know we're not that big on motion control. But just the fact that this is a year where the two, like, the two big two, like, hardcore game companies are dipping into that arena. I just feel like this is kind of like a, like a just overall a very, like, revolutionary year
1: for video games is why I gave it an S. Also, does that mean that I should download downgrade Halo Reach that I didn't even consider it when I was just talking a minute ago?
3: Yeah, almost. I didn't I even like,
1: think about it. Like, I, I thought like about all, Fable like, 3 just, and thought about Black Ops. I didn't even think about Halo Reach when I was talking. I keep forgetting
4: stuff. about Remember when I gave yeah. my top five the other keep day forgetting and I forgot Reach? Yeah.
0: If you remember correctly, I was the one that wanted to give it an A. But I'm yeah. not yeah. saying anything. I'm <laughs> just well, saying. I
1: mean, but I'm but i I'm, I'm the first one to admit that when I play games, it usually, like, it... That's why I hate reviewing games right after I finish them, but I feel like I need to just to get something up. Like my my opinion of games changes pretty drastically a month or two after I play them, you know. So maybe I can maybe I should download Halo Reach because it didn't even enter my my mind that whole thing I was mm. saying.
3: <laughs> Halo Reach is, is probably an A. Yeah, I would say.
4: Yeah, cause yeah I mean it's, it's a li- really good game. It's solid. Like we talked about, about on the podcast, if if you play it at release when everyone's playing it, it's an S. But if you played it like. That's know, true. three months from now, it'd
3: be an A. Well, like, Eddie, we went into multiplayer like a couple days ago, and why do we play like two, three matches before we
1: called it quits? Yeah, it was still really fun. It was fun, but yeah, I was like... It was fun, you know, but it was, I fun, yeah, was I just I, like... I, I was like, I kind of wish I was playing Black Ops because all my friends are playing it. Yeah, you mentioned that like two, three times. Yeah. I,
2: enjoy, I enjoyed the single part, but I'm already considering trading it in because I'm just like, well, I kind of want, you know, Brotherhood, or I, I, I want Black Ops, and Halo Reach is just kind of sitting there and not doing anything, and... I don't know um, it's I, get, I gave it or I gave it a B just because kind of what Eddie is saying where it feels like the big games that we had this year were very early on in the year or yeah, were even like exactly. delayed from last year you know and, and then we've had like a long period of, of games that were good but that just kind of go in one ear and out the other Honestly, yeah. the game that has had the most longevity in my mind is still Borderlands, like, a year, a year later, <laughs> which, was an o, which
0: was last year. Yeah, I know that was <laughs> that's last your
3: year. your Assassin's Creed
0: 2. It is. <laughs> so no, no but seriously,
2: I know that was last year. I, that's my point. I'm saying that that's the only game that
0: has stuck around with me for that long. Okay, Anthony, A, why?
4: Uh, a, because uh, we, I just, we had some really good games this year. We had yeah. Red Dead, Mass Effect, Heavy Rain. Um, I'm not finished with it, but I'm really enjoying Bioshock Two. Um, I Final Fantasy Thirteen. Uh, I know not everyone loved it, but like Eddie was talking about with Heavy Rain, as I look back on it, I have more fond memories of it now as I'm looking back, and I'm like, yeah, I think I really did enjoy Final Fantasy Thirteen even more than I thought I did. Um, we
0: also had God of War Three. We also had the best NBA game of all time. NBA God of War Three, Two
1: Eleven is freaking good. By the
0: um, way, we yeah, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna, if I had to give it, I'd give it a. I actually think this was what Mitch said where like every month there was something to That's play. That's true.
1: That is a really good point.
0: I I think that this year was one of the better overall year. Yeah, maybe we didn't have a Half-Life 3, but this has been one of the best years of gaming in a, in a long time. Maybe since Maybe since PS2 days. Like, What's interesting
1: yeah. is um, I saw a chart where and it was weird. is the video game site was complaining about this, they were complaining that fall gaming isn't what it used to be because they were showing the amount of releases throughout the year, mm-hmm. and they were complaining about it. I was like, no, it's actually been kind of awesome that I've had something to play every month.
4: Yeah,
3: they complain about that, but my wallet has still been destroyed over the last couple of weeks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I'm stressed of all the games that come out and I have to play and find time for them. So. I could use like a three month break of no games released, and then we can start back up again. Like, <laughs> well, this luckily, is we're not going to have an early. I don't think we're games.
0: Sorry, Mitch. What were you saying?
3: No, I'm just saying like this is finally the
1: year that we all got what we were asking for, which is games. three year. year. And it's going to happen again next year. I feel like next year might be that year for me. That's. I think that's part of my hesitation is that next year I see Portal Two, I see Dragon Age Two,
0: God of War Three.
1: Well, oh, no, next year.
0: Next year. I mean, Gears of War 3. Gears Gears of War War 3. 3. (laughs) Why did I say God of War? Or Gears (laughs) of War 3. It's the same title. It's
4: the same abbreviation.
1: Gears of War 3, hopefully Diablo 3. Last Guardian? Last Guardian, hopefully. I mean, next year could be like, you know, that's. That's why yeah, I, I sort of pull back. I, like, like I, I want to leave some room to grow, and I feel like right. next year I,
0: I gotta go. Either, because also, uh, you know, I've just started playing StarCraft two, and that game is
3: oh StarCraft I'm gonna play two. That game oh, StarCraft that. two uh, completely slipped my mind.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna play that game it's for was a, long a
1: really time. good year. Tell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this year was actually I think that's uh, so why I'm going solid A. It's like a, it's like a
1: sneaky good year. Thinking back, yeah, it is. <laughs> we yeah, we did a Halo game. We had StarCraft. We had um we did some really awesome games you really huh. know it, it,
2: it's almost like we're spoiled in a yeah. way yeah gamer like, spoiled
4: no no but
2: no but seriously like we're we're forgetting about a game like Halo Reach and StarCraft 2 and like those are some big big deal titles man
4: yeah Halo Reach which I remember i was like obsessed Guardian of with Light. for a while yeah Guardian oh, of, of Light and
1: Limbo and, and Limbo. Limbo.
4: DLCs. Limbo
1: okay i'm going to upgrade to a Forget
0: there it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> High five. It, Eddie to an A. I only
2: rated B because Eddie rated B.
0: <laughs> I rated S because I felt like 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 going balls deep. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the end of the game, guys. Uh, I think it went really well. So there you go. Nice.
1: All right. Well, it actually looks like uh, our time is up. We've we've hit the hour, and so we're actually going to hold off on what we wanted to talk about, which was the game informer. Uh, piece, about 30 great characters. We're going to hold off on that until next time, which will probably be after Thanksgiving, Um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this kind of shorter segment, which we feel is more compartmentalized. and I think it flowed a lot better, Um, and I'm looking forward to doing them all the time. So, But yeah, anyway, um, I'm Eddie, and if you want to follow me, I'm uh, on Twitter. I'm Twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas, and if you want to follow Gamer Sushi, it's Twitter.com slash Gamer Sushi.
4: And if you want to follow me, I'm Anthony. My twitter.com slash anthony taylor underscore
2: i'm jeff twitter.com slash unsquare
3: and mitch twitter.com slash mi7ch
0: i'm nick twitter.com slash nick camardo and uh if you want to rate our podcast on itunes please do so and is that everything
1: i guess yeah i think that's pretty much it thanks for listening